Welcome to Man in the Making, episode 12, with former Monk and co-host Rajan Shankara. Thank you for joining me, Rajan. Thank you, Rogas. So, Raj, last episode of season one today. This would be the perfect time to go over and recap what we've accomplished this season and our plans for the future. Yeah, it's been pretty... It's been pretty profound for me to talk about the things that we've talked about in a scheduled and ordered fashion, kind of in a systematic way. Um, It's something that I don't get to do all the time, especially when I'm working with clients. Things are more situational. So looking over the... um, in looking over the, the season one list that we have on on all these topics, it's kind of like each one is almost a client of mine, you know, or a student. And these are these are difficult things to talk about a lot of the time with people. Um, and I don't know. I think sometimes in in, in some of the circles that I'm in. Um, these topics are are too too in depth, I guess, to talk about with people, and they require more one on one. And and you get into a group of friends or something, and you know, like episode ten, mitigating depression and suicidal thoughts. I mean, that's not that's not like a regular conversation you can have with with a group of friends. It's it's not easy. And if you can, that's a pretty valuable group of friends. And I'm really happy with uh, putting down these these putting down your questions and thoughts and 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 my 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 reactions to those questions and thoughts into a recording. I think that's pretty great. And I think having this database of episodes uh, is something that we can kind of both refer back to and, and people can hopefully refer back to when they need um, a new perspective on something when when Western philosophy doesn't really cut it. I was actually just talking about this yesterday with uh, someone in a bookstore who uh, orders all the books for the for the business and he has an entire Eastern philosophy section. And he was saying that these these sections um, of Eastern philosophy are getting more uh, profound and more popular than Western philosophy, and I think that's that's pretty obvious, right? Um, like yoga and meditation and karma and reincarnation; those words are everywhere, and they're they're becoming um, mixed into uh, Western philosophy and. They're not. They're they're an Eastern philosophical concept that that have very little to do with um, Christianity. So it's 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 kind of a, a great time if you're an Eastern philosophical teacher. It's a great time to be around because so many people are trying to understand suffering because they realize that their life um, if they don't if they don't choose carefully, uh, they'll get caught in in suffering, and they won't understand what's going on. And I think 
I think Eastern philosophical concepts really help people's mindsets and help them move forward uh, and get away from really depressing uh, themes uh, that Western philosophy has, you know, like um, living once and, and then you die and go either you either go to heaven or hell. You know, that that's tough. That's a tough one to accept, but Eastern philosophy can say, well, life is tough, but you get many, many, many chances to kind of do it over again. And you get your karma and you do good things and then good things come back to you. It's, it's kind of a nice way to look at things, regardless of whether we know which one is true or not. I'd like to add by saying these podcast episodes have really benefited me since I have a, a first-hand experience from your teachings. I'm directly involved with it. And when going through and editing the videos, um, listening through them, has really helped me develop as a person. And I really hope it can help other people in a similar way. Um, I, there have been people coming up to me in university <clears throat> and saying that the podcast episodes have, they're really cool and they really like them and that they've helped them. When we've done the episode on mitigating depression and suicidal thoughts, um, I sent it to the friend who I made the episode for. And he said when he, <clears throat> when he listened to it, it really helped him get through the week because at, at the end of the weekend uh, before I spoke to him, he said he was planning on taking his life and it's just really helped him get through, which, which I'm really grateful that I was able to help him um, with these episodes and for your knowledge as well helping him and I believe it can help other people as well I hope it can help other people as well uh, who are going through similar situations that's yeah the, I mean that's the goal of this podcast to really help people yeah I mean I, I'm I'm certainly glad to hear that um, you know that's good feedback for me um, and that you know, that helps uh, validate for me um, some of the reasons why, you know, I say what I say and, and teach what I teach. And um, I'm thankful to my teachers for um, opening up um, those lines of thought so that I can learn from them and then teach that. You know, there's so many who I could cite from that have given me a new perspective over the years. And, you know, it's just a matter of um, being alive long enough and doing enough research, you know, spending enough time to reflect on, on things that people say and write down and seeing if they work for you or not. And, that's what we do to acquire knowledge. And then the moment we can use that knowledge is when we gain wisdom. 
because wisdom is the timely application of knowledge. So we don't necessarily have to be an old person to, to be wise, to gain wisdom. We just have to spend enough time thinking about something. Like, for example, I'll hear, a, I'll hear or read something, an idea, and I, I will think about it for like two weeks straight. And I don't take it lightly when someone says something I, or, or I read something in a book. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it for like two weeks and I'll, I'll sleep on it and I'll dream about it and I'll, and I'll be like, well, you know, is that true? You know, and, and if it's true, how can I incorporate it into my life? Whereas a lot of people are being conditioned to just let things go. And I think that's kind of, uh, inhibiting a lot of knowledge and wisdom to take place. The interesting thing about music is that it's helping young people think about things, I think, because lyrics. And I know a lot of young people who don't know philosophy, but they know the lyrics to a Katy Perry song and how it means a lot to them. And um, it's the same thing. But, you know, instead of learning things through music, I've learned things through um, books and lectures. So hopefully podcasts are like a good um, in-between, you know, between music lyrics and books, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe, maybe podcasts fall somewhere in the middle. I don't know, because now instead of listening to a song on the way to class or something or driving to work or cleaning our house, we can listen to the spoken word of, of another human, you know, I don't know. Um, and what about discussing the future for the podcast? So we were thinking the future of the podcast would be actually reading from the influential works of my history and then, you know, Rokas, hopefully influential works of yours. And we've actually kind of done that with you. You've actually kind of read uh, several times on the, on season one. Yeah. And you, you read really cool things. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really like, like everything that you read. I'm like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I think we're going to, we're going to do that more and, you know, re read something and then kind of talk about what we're reading and, and what it, what it means. Dissect and go into that. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because when I read something that's really profound um, or I remember something that I've read, that's really profound. I, I go through this, this, uh, heavy self-reflection process where I wonder, you know, why in the world I would ever write something again, because sometimes I read something that um, alters my perspective so much. It affects me to a point where I, I, 
I don't want to write anymore. I don't want to create content anymore. It's like, I think why create content when this already exists? And I think that's why I pick up and, and read so many things and try to learn so many things. I think because it, it, it affects me so profoundly. And so maybe we can share some of that. Maybe we can try to put that into words, what that feels like, you know, for example, to, to read something from Henry David Thoreau, who just wrote a book about living in the woods for two years. But the things he says in that book have been quoted since uh, unendingly, uh, unceasingly by many, many people all over the internet. So there's a reason why people are quoting things that were written hundreds of years ago. And, you know, if you look at the Bible, people are quoting the Bible and that was written thousands of years ago. And people quote the Bhagavad Gita and everything. So, and these are some of the oldest texts we know of, uh, which is interesting, religious, religious texts and mythological stories um, about life and death uh, have, have been the longest lasting uh, works throughout time, which is interesting. So hopefully we can bring some of that to season two. And in season one, we kind of said what my perspective is on those topics. So season two is kind of like, here's, here's where I picked that up. And, and this is kind of why it stayed with me. So maybe something like that. And then instead of someone, I think this has been true for me in listening to podcasts. I've listened to podcasts where people do the same thing. And, and I haven't had to read the work to understand its meaning. And so sometimes I'll go back and actually read from, you know, what the podcaster read from and what they quoted. But other times you, you can get a pretty good grasp of a book or an idea from an author without actually having to read their work. It's like a cliff note. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, especially if you're in university and you don't have time to read an 800 page book about something, you know, maybe just us talking about it will help. Yeah. Which, which is, is pretty cool. I think. So when you said, uh, you know, people can come up to you now in university and, and mention something about the podcast, I think that's really pretty damn cool. Um, and there's something about men specifically that make it difficult to talk about certain things or they just don't have enough time to get into a topic that they want to because they didn't think of something or, you know, the moment just wasn't quite right for it. So it's definitely a trend in, in um, today's world where men are kind of getting together and learning how to express themselves. And, you know, that's kind of, I think that's kind of how, how you found my work in the first place was just an online platform that I helped be a part of. 
Mm-hmm. So I hope that continues and I hope that people reach out and say, Hey, can you, you know, can you discuss this? And, you know, this is something that I'm confused about, or this is something that I think about. And if we can create, you know, more of that for people, um, cause the, the subjects are endless, you know, relationships and living with a living with your spouse and, you know, or being being a male in society where you're supposed to be a certain way. Um, I don't know if we can, hopefully we can deconstruct some of that and see what we think about it. Yeah. If you have any questions, you can email them to manindemaking4 at gmail.com. It's four as a number. Um, and if you would like to join our podcast community, we have a group on Facebook called Man in the Making Podcast Community. Uh, first episode of season two will be scheduled for the 8th of January. Perfect. <laughs>